0: Good to see everybody out. Let's all stay on Page 203. I try.
1: glad that someday we'll see him face to face. Say amen. Amen. Thank God I'm glad to be in the house of God this evening. Brother Tim, come on up here with me tonight. I want to thank God for the good service we had this morning. I want to welcome everybody tonight and want to welcome all of our live stream church family tonight. I tell you, I've got a grandmother down in Alabama. She thinks she's a member of Murrayville Baptist Church. And uh, we'll just call her an honorary member. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Lord willing, y'all get to meet her and Grandy on uh, next Sunday night. Ordination down at Crossroads. What time are we leaving? Oh, 4 o'clock. Okay. <laughs> okay. I hear you. <laughs> you just changed it, didn't you? Yeah. That's right. Uh, what's that? We need to leave about 3.45. 3.45? Yeah, okay. Update, now. Brother Mike. Put that on the update <laughs> for the announcements at the end of service. All right. but. There we go. There we go. All right. Well, there's the update tonight. Appreciate the good move of the Lord in the service this morning. Good singing what the Lord did, what the Lord done, and what the Lord is doing. I told the men in the church this afternoon, um, God's doing something here organically. And when he's doing something organically, we just best get out of his way and let him have full reign tonight. Amen. Good to see some visitors coming in tonight. And uh, th- again, thank the Lord for His goodness to us. Appreciate all the visitors we had this morning. Ma my, ma. My, 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 I will be just fine if we have to fill this choir loft up. Won't y'all? Amen. It'll be all right. Just get comfortable. Bring your blankets up here. but Terry will freeze you out by up here just as much as he will out here. So you come on. I'm cutting up, Bud Terry. I'm, I'm messing. We give him a hard time this morning after service. But uh, no, I thank God for what he, again, what He's doing. Look, listen, y'all, I can't manufacture that, and you can't manufacture that. But God is moving. We're gonna keep asking prayer for our family, for our family members, for our friends, for our neighbors, for our community, for our region, for our state, for our country. Thank God, and for the world. God wants to do something special to the world right here at Memorial Baptist Church, and I'm telling what that'll be. Thank God. Untelling that God may raise up preachers right here, young preacher boys right here, to go out and preach the gospel. Untelling if God might raise up missionaries right here at a Maryville Baptist church to go preach the gospel to the world. There's untelling what the Lord's going to do. I want to thank God for the ministry out of Maryville Baptist church. Brother Tim, I want you to come. Look at there, Brother Ron's here. When did you slip in? I thought you was coming on a gurney. (laughs)
2: <laughs> man oh man
1: the, the, oh, okay all right the murrayville rumor mill got out of control didn't it amen all right we thought you were dead brother ron i'm glad to see you alive amen thank god we we thought he was eaten by a python it turns out it was an ant uh, but, uh, now I'll pray for Brother Ron seriously tonight. I know uh, I want to talk to you about that a little bit later, Brother Ron. Thank the Lord. i pray for him. And again, remember all of ours that are in need of prayer. Remember all of our sick. We was able to visit some. I want to thank the Lord for making time and my schedule. Of course, the church knows we hold a very, very, very busy schedule. But the Lord opened some doors to visit this week. I'm thankful for that. And good to see our people and some very sick, some doing better than others. But it's amazing how God is touching there as well. So we're going to look to the Lord in prayer, but Tim first is going to testify for us tonight. Real quick, I want three people to say what they're thankful for tonight. Three people, and we're going to move on. Could be one word, could be one statement. Three people tonight. Real quick. Yes, ma'am, for Calvary. Thank God. Yes, sir, buddy, for salvation. Come on now. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm grateful for God. Aren't you tonight? Thank God tonight. Bless the name of the Lord. Somebody else needs to go ahead. Come on. Yes, ma'am. Forgiveness. Thank God. Bless the Lord. Anybody else? Church family. Church family. Yes, ma'am. Thank God. His faithfulness. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. Second chances at
2: life.
1: Yes, sir, buddy. Second chances at
2: life.
1: Long suffering. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say again. For yes, sir, buddy. Thankful for Calvary. Bless the Lord. Anybody else? For the blood of Jesus, it makes atonement for our souls. Thank God tonight. Anyone else? Answered prayers. prayers. Yes, sir, buddy. Zach? Yeah, thank God for hard times. That's right. I'd have never known his peaceful voice if I hadn't been in the dark of the night. Thank God. Anybody else tonight? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. His friendship. Thank God and friendship. Bless the Lord. All right. You can be seated. Brother Tim, come and testify and lead us to the Lord in prayer, brother.
2: tonight. Good to hear that Holy Ghost singing, isn't it? Amen. Amen. Well, I want to uh, uh, give a report to the church tonight. Uh, we, uh, we started preaching about nine, and we finished up a little bit after 12 this afternoon, and two men were saved by the grace of God. We had one man saved in the first meeting. We had another young man saved in the last meeting. And, and I, Church, I just, uh, I cannot express the words. For your prayers. And you talking to the Lord. On the behalf of those men. I know this all comes about. Because of people's prayers. And compassion. For people that are without. And I want to thank the church. For your support. Your prayers. And your faithfulness to God. Amen. Y'all mean so much to me. I just don't know the words to have. Maybe up in heaven God will give me some utterance to tell you up there. Amen. But I love you. And I love you, Pastor. Love love, love y'all's family. Love, you, love your family. God bless you. You, you, you. just It seems like I've known Jay all my life. And uh, I think that's connected by the Spirit of God. And I think we're all going to know one another in heaven, even those we haven't even met all our lives, amen, because of what Jesus Christ did for us. Jesus, he paid it all, he did it all, and it's all to him that we owe, amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and talk to him a minute. Father, thank you for being such a great and wonderful God. Thank you, God, for being the only true a God that we can come to and talk to, Lord, that knows and understands, Lord, our weaknesses and, Lord, understands all of our problems, God, in this life. Thank you, God, for your kindness toward me, Lord, and your patience with me all these years, God. God, I'm so grateful for church. That, uh, Lord, we can come and worship and gather around the word of God and gather around the cross of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to uplift you, God. And thank you, God, because this is about you. And, Lord, I pray tonight, Lord, if you allow Brother Jay, our pastor, to preach, I pray that you give him, God, that special touch, that power that's needed. But, God, I'm not asking... Uh, yet for power to give him just to preach, I'm asking you to power to give him power, Lord, to glorify Your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, God. I pray. That Jesus would be lifted up. That, Lord, that we would look to you tonight. That, that you would have the preeminence, Lord, in this meeting tonight, Lord. And that, Lord, through the song and through the worship, God, and through the testimony and through uh, the preached word of God, we'll leave here a better person, a better soldier, yes. a better husband, a better dad, Lord. Yes. And, God, we'll be better people, Lord, because of this service tonight, Lord. Grant it, Lord. We ask it in the mighty name. Of Jesus for his sake. Amen. Amen.
1: we we'll our ushers to come. Aren't you glad for to that tonight? I say amen to that. Ushers, come on. Grab your plates. Let's all stand around the building. We'll give you an opportunity to give to the Lord. This is an act of worship tonight. I'll tell you, I've, I've had times in my life when it's been offering time, Brother Tim. and uh, And I didn't have much to give. And that's okay tonight. If you don't have anything to give. God loveth a cheerful giver. And it's not about the, the, the amount you give, it's about your heart towards giving to the Lord. And that's what we do, we give as unto the Lord. So here in a moment, I'm going to go ahead and pray over the offering, and, uh, and, and we'll ask the Lord to bless. I'm looking for God in this service as much as I was this morning, and I thank the Lord for His grace to us tonight. This is as biblical as it gets. We're gathered tonight in His name to sing, to testify, to pray. And to preach if God allow it. So you be sensitive to the Lord. As soon as we take up offering. Brother Terry's going to come around again. Father we are grateful tonight. Thank you for the word of prayer. Lord you said your house would be called a house of prayer. Lord we can't pray enough. We can't seek you enough. Lord we can't come to know you enough. Through prayer. I ask you Father tonight. Thank you so much for the testifying we have heard in this service. Thank you Lord for the sporadic testifying of the people of God. Thank you, Lord, God, for the testimony we've heard behind this pulpit. Thank you, Lord, for the praying that's been done, the singing that's been done. We ask you to bless this offering, Lord, according to your will. Bless this service, give us direction in the future of it, and help us tonight as we look to you and glorify your Son, Lord, in this place. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for that.
0: 76. We'll do this right here. There was a time on earth when in the book of heaven an old account was standing for a century long for him. My name is at the top, and many things. When the record's cleared, today, for he washed sin away, when the old cow was said long ago, oh sinners seek the Lord, repent of all your sin, for thus he has commanded, if you would enter in, and then if you should live, a hundred years in know, a Mary will not regret it, he said, Lord, One hundred and ninety-nine.
2: and have a little fellowship. Page
3: 157.
0: When we walk with class. last.
1: Again tonight I appreciate the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord And what He's doing in this place Again, I can't overstate that Without me, Jesus said You can do nothing He wasn't joking He wasn't just kind of skimming around Saying, well you can do some things And other things You can't He said, without me, you can do nothing And tonight, if we're expecting anything We'll be expecting Him to do it in our hearts this evening I think we've got a special tonight. So come on and sing for us, brother. You be sensitive to the Lord.
2: Wow. So y'all pray
1: for me. Amen.
0: sweet that the birds hush their sails.
1: that's talking about tonight, I would I would impress on you. I would impress on you. Get somewhere tonight. Get somewhere tonight and understand what that song's talking about. You say, well, what's show me that in scripture brother Jay that I might know him. That I might know him. What he's singing about is those two disciples that were on their way to Emmaus. They left Jerusalem down and out. Discouraged. Oh, the Messiah they thought had come. But he was, he was dead and gone. These rumors and tales going on. And they're just crushed. So they're going back home. But Jesus starts walking with them. Yes, sir. He starts walking with them. He starts back at the beginning of the book and starts talking about himself. Every single thing from the beginning of the book, why things have had to happen, why they had to happen. They finally made it to the end of their walk and Jesus acted like he'd go further, but they constrained him. They nearly laid hands on him and said, no, 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 you coming in here. What is that? Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man. I love that. That means you. Or that means me. If any man hear my voice. You hear him tonight? Longing for that relationship with you. Longing for that sweet fellowship with you. Longing for a moment in the garden alone with you. Do you hear him tonight? Do you hear him pleading? You go, if any man hear my voice. (laughs) And open the door. I will come into him. And will sup with him. And he with me. Thank God. I told y'all this a few weeks ago but Charlie went down to Alabama they had some grandchildren pictures I don't know there's five grandchildren now they this went on your side grandparents wanted some pictures it was just me by myself at home alone brother Terry of course I was running around the house vacuuming I was getting the house ready for mama to get home did all the dishes Charlie's here to testify I probably didn't do them much good at all, but I tried to do all the laundry, and get everything where it's supposed to go, cleaned up Charlotte's room, came back into a clean house. And while I was doing all that, Brother Tim, that recurring message, behold, I stand at the door and knock. I got to thinking about them boys on the way to Emmaus. He acted as though he'd go further, Brother Ron. I don't know about you, church. If he's standing at that door and knocking, I don't want him to go down the road. I don't want him to head off down to somebody else's house. I want him to come in here tonight. To come in here. I don't want him to move up. It's like a shoot him out maiden there in Song of Solomon. She, she saw him through the lattice, Brother Tim. As one preacher put it, said, The Lord was playing peekaboo. She got up and ran out after him and said, Come in, my beloved. But he was gone. He was gone, Brother Till. And she went out in the streets and saw him and said, Where is my beloved, the one whom I so love? Where is he? Where is he? tonight. Now listen we can build a great work. The work's already the foundation is here. God's already done a great work at Murrayville Baptist Church. I'm just glad to be in this thing with y'all church. Glad to be in this thing. He's working. He's moving. He's stirring. He's doing. But we can tear down this church and build one that seats a thousand and fill that one up and tear down that church Have to go buy a place, property that's big enough to seat 5,000 and fill that one up and go down and buy another place and we've got hundreds of ministries going on out of this place. But if he's passed by, if he's passed by, sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal, clouds without rain, We need him tonight. Don't pass us by, Lord. Come into us. Sing the whole thing again, Brother Terry. Ask him in tonight. My testimony here told you some about it earlier on um, a few services ago the night that after the church voted to sin <clears throat> the Lord started working in my heart and I'll tell our young people to listen tonight if you would the Lord started really work God saved me when I was 10 but started working in my heart when I was 14 years old the, the de- December November December of 2004 I was just a young little uh, punk nosed country boy riding around in a black Chevy and God stopped me in my tracks we had a, a missions conference at my church there where I grew up where I was raised and you know how missions conferences go sometimes they can, either, they can either go one of two ways. They're either really good or really dead. One of the two. I've seen, I've seen them both ways, and they're rarely in between. They're either really wonderful or really dead. I played the bass at my church. The way our, that church was set up right there, on, you had the piano over here and the bass right behind it. And I'd get in that little hole where I could stay hidden. I really didn't want to do much. I didn't really want to have much to do with ministry really want to have much to do with the church I wanted to come on Sunday morning Sunday night Wednesday night I wanted to spend the rest of my time hunting working on the farm doing something country boys do that's what I wanted. and one night at that missions conference I just can't explain what God done in my heart now listen You can't put God in a box. He does what He wants to, when He wants to, how He wants to, with who He wants to. That's exactly right. He doesn't have to have us tonight, but He desires us. That night, God stopped me in my tracks. I was just young been saved for four years since I was ten, raised in a preacher's home. But God cornered me up. It's one thing for God to corner Daddy up. It's one thing for God to corner Mama up. My grand's a godly woman. My grandmama up in Robbinsville's a godly woman. It's one thing for them to know God. Listen, young folks. Middle aged folk, older folk, all of us. God done something to me that night, and I recognized a Savior, Brother Tim. I'd met him. I'd met him. But meeting someone, and I was made a new creature in the Lord Jesus Christ. In a split second, you got all you needed the moment Jesus saved you. You're not waiting on a second work of grace. You're not waiting on something, anything like that. You got it all complete in Him. Coming behind in no gift. Seated together in heavenly places. You know right now if you're saved, you got a throne in heaven. You're sitting on it right now. Let me say that one more time. You're richer than you know tonight. You say, Brother Jay, I'm poor. Oh, not if you're saved. (laughs) You say, Brother Jay, I don't know how I'm going to make the power bill this week. You could buy out Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, every single government, every single place with the inheritance that you've got in the Lord Jesus Christ. You're rich tonight. You got all that when you got saved. But finding out about those riches may take you some time in your journey and your walk with Christ. That's right. So there I was. God stopped me and God got so real to me. Brother Ron, God got so big to me. I saw, how could He love me? How could He love me? I'm afraid some of us have gotten to the place where we feel like we've earned His love. Like we're good enough to love, Brother Terry. Yep. Like somehow we've lived clean enough or lived right enough or lived holy enough or prayed enough or read our Bible through enough times and witnessed enough. I'm afraid some of us are basing our righteousness off that tonight. Ain't none of that so. It's all Jesus Christ. And that work that he's doing in you, that's him. It's him. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. God has before ordained that we should walk in them. Paul said, I labor and I work according to him which worketh in me mightily. It's all Jesus. God met with me there. You might just title this sermon Ramblings tonight. I've got a sermon sitting over in that Bible. Let we'll us follow the Lord. I walked down that night. The choir had sang and the Lord, was, the Lord was just helping His people. Folks started worshiping. He inhabits the praises of His people. You say, Brother Jay, we need the Lord to do something. Start praising Him. Start praising Him. I I didn't know the lingo, Terry. I had had a green American Eagle button-up. That's about the only shirt I like to wear. I had about three or four shirts that I like to wear. Mom would like to buy me new ones that I'd wear, and I'd just go back to wearing the same old ones I had. My old faded blue jeans. My old... Get up. I had banner boots on, lace up boots. And I stopped right there. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to testify much. I mean, I'd testified and taken part in some teaching in some Sunday school. But I just stopped. And I just lifted my hands. And I wept. I could not believe it blew me away. That Jesus loved even me. Blew me away. And you say, Brother Jade, you get saved again? No, I was getting happy about the saving I'd done God. That preacher preached at missions conference. He said, he said God starts missions in, in prayer. And I said, well, I, I don't have a spot to pray. So I I took my axe, I took a rake, I took every tool of dad's that I could find, I put it back where he told me to, that was very important in my household, put your tools back son. But I took him tools and I loaded them back on my back and I just took off, started walking. Now listen, you can be in your closet. You can be in your bathroom. You can be in a back room in your house. Have you a place that you talk to the Lord Jesus Christ? Have you somewhere? They may come a time that we're imprisoned for our faith. That may come. That may come, but we can't see that because we're here in America and in all our freedoms. But there's Christians that's in jail tonight for the preaching of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and I pray that then one day even then maybe we can scratch off a corner of a cell somewhere and have a secret place along with the Lord but I was bound to determine I took off back in the woods and I found a laurel thicket up on top of a ridge and in the middle of it was hollowed out and I said well I reckon right here is as good as place as any and for six months, I came to the garden alone, Brother Terry. Came to the garden alone. What happened in those days, Brother Jay? And I say six months, I continued on, but every day for six months, there wasn't a day that was missed that I wasn't up there praying. What happened in those days? I got familiar with the love of Jesus Christ. Now familiar with his love. What do we need to do tonight at Marvel? We need to get familiar again with our first love. So easy to get distracted. I mean, I, I've been preaching along this line for two months. But it's so easy to get. We preached it this morning. Peter stepped out on the water with his eyes on Christ. But he saw the wind and he saw the waves. What happened? He began to sink. And Anytime we get our eyes off Christ, we will sink. Had Jesus calmed the storm yet? No. No, the wind was still blowing. But As long as he had his eyes on Christ, he walked on top of his troubles. You see? Tonight, if we get our eyes off of the Lord Jesus Christ, if we keep our eyes on Christ, the troubles are still going to be there. Life is a few days and full of troubles. And it rains on the just and the unjust. The troubles will be there. I promise you. Tomorrow, when you wake up, the troubles are going to be there. And when you got saved, friend, he didn't promise you a life free of troubles. But he did promise Peace. sure did he did promise peace the brother said it the other morning last week in opening up joy and peace is not found in the absence of trouble with your trouble gone see we got that backwards Lord make this go away Joy is found in the presence of Jesus. With eyes fixed on Christ. And love fixed on Him. Joy is found in the garden. Let me tell you something, friend. You will have a long life if all you're ever focused on is your trouble. And all you're ever focused on is your waves and all you're ever focused on is the storm and all you're ever focused on is the issues now listen I'm not sitting here and telling you that it's not easy to be focused on that and to get distracted by that but what I am telling you is if you'll focus on Christ you can walk on top of the waves and walk on top of the water i'll say this and i've got it on my heart tonight i feel like our church needs to gather around. again i've got a sermon sitting right over there in that bible parked right now i feel like our church needs to gather corporately and pray listen to this and i and i and we'll look to the lord i was saved at midway baptist church in robbinsville north carolina a little country church dad had resigned mission hill the church we were at Pastored total there for about 20 years. He'd resigned there for about a five-year span. No, excuse me. Yes, about a five-year span, somewhere in there, four or five years. During that time, during the two-year he had pastored for five years, left for two. And during that time, he took an interim position over at Midway Baptist Church. It's a church about about the size of this section right here. Very small. God was doing something special at Midway Baptist Church. The Lord would never let Daddy take the church. The Lord sent him back to the church where he had been at. There was about 250 people. I'm talking folks, folk trying to look in through the back foyer out on the porch, windows on the side, folk trying to look in the windows to see what was going on. I'm talking about that kind of meeting house. We're we're about there, but we're about there. God was doing things. I'm talking, folks, meth heads from back in the mountains coming out and getting born again. I'm talking about alcoholics coming back, coming off the stupor, hearing about. When I say when a church will get on fire, the community will watch it burn. I say that because I've seen it. Whiskey makers coming back out of the hollers off the creeks getting saved. Marriages getting put back together. Families tightening up around Jesus Christ. I'm telling you it's the only stuff God can do. It's the only stuff God can do. I've never seen the Lord lose one. Mm-mm. They may they may get away for a little bit, but I've never seen them lose one brother. There was folks rededicated. My goodness, on and on and on and on. And y'all about preached me to death But this morning. But I saw, I, I saw a dad, my dad preach in such a way that the volume in that place, and I'm not talking about a bunch of screaming. I'm not talking about a bunch of foolishness. I'm not talking about a bunch of, 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 of mystical stuff going on. I'm talking about God working in his people. Dad preached on walking on the water. One night, the text I preached this morning. And He got through the message, and I was just a ten-year-old boy watching, watching on the front, seeing all this, watching all this. And we'd set up a chair over here for Brother Jones. He he had he couldn't hardly sit in those old old uncomfortable pews. We set a chair up over here for him so he could come to church and sit without being just in writhing pain. He was still in pain. Carried a cane, barely walk, barely get around. daddy preached on walking on the water he asked this of the church he said who will walk with me who will walk with me I'm talking folks were just shouting the Lord was moving it was good and brother Jones dad was about here in the middle of the church brother Jones was over here on the far end and he was just weeping. I mean, he was just weeping. And dad just said, who will walk with me? Who will walk with me? Who will walk with me? Well, Brother Jones is sitting on his chair over here. This he week, just weeping. He got up on his walker. And he said, I'll walk with you, preacher. And Brother Tim, they walked back and forth along that church praising God and enjoying the Lord. I ask you church tonight who will come and walk with us? What we need to do is get out the boat. Get a little uncomfortable. Get a little uncomfortable. Done things for so long for so much time. It's time to get a little uncomfortable walk to the Lord. Step out tonight, I wonder if you would. This is on my heart. And uh, after, after this moment of prayer, Brother Mike will probably come around and give us announcements. I'd ask everyone that can and is able tonight and willing, let's just gather around this altar. Let's ask the Lord to help us. Let's walk to the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. And seek his face. Walk to him tonight. We need him. We need him in our boat tonight. You just talk to him like he's your friend because that's exactly what he is.